The more aligned you are in each pillar, the more balanced your psyche becomes, creating a blissful and expansive sense of self and your place in this existence. Hello, my loves, and welcome to the Kindred Sage podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Brianna, and I'm so excited to be here sharing the wisdom of mindfulness, self-awareness, and energetics to raise your vibrations, re-examine your perception of self, and nourish the confidence to create and enjoy an extraordinary experience here on Earth. So are you ready to expand with me? Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the Kindred Sage podcast. I am over the moon, excited to finally be leaping into the world of podcasting. I've been thinking about this for months and building the confidence to have my voice heard and waiting for the energy to align perfectly to make this splash. And of course, as the universe and the timing is perfect, this podcast is being launched on the Leo full moon. The Leo full moon is asking us to show up courageously as our multidimensional selves and to allow ourselves to be heard and to be seen and to express our multifaceted spirits. And so here I am, and I am so thankful that you are here with me. And let's start this journey together. So the very first episode, actually, uh, the topic came about when I was writing my full moon rituals on kindredsage.com. And I started thinking about what helped me cultivate my sense of self, especially after a big traumatic event in my life occurred and I just found myself frazzled and confused and reactive and not feeling myself at all, (laughs) at all. And um, I looked back at this method that I kind of developed over the, probably the year after yeah, six to nine months after my father's death. And that grief period was intense. It was really intense for me. And there were a lot of layers being shed and uh, realizations that my story was very tightly connected to his story and our story near the beginning of my life. And all these big life-shattering questions began to bubble to the surface, and I really didn't know how to answer them, and I kept looking outside myself for answers. I kept looking at the people in my life, I kept looking at the behaviors and interactions in my life, and the circumstances that I was in at that time, and really (laughs) blaming everyone else for my frustration and my low vibration. So when I finally had this reflective three to six months, I created an outline of four pillars that balanced my awareness and my understanding of who I was and who I was in relation to this experience on earth. So without further ado, I would like to introduce the four pillars of an integrated life. Now, in Greek mythology, there are four pillars, also known as titans, who are responsible for holding the sky up above the earth. Now, with all amazing Greek stories, the tale, the origin story of why the sky descended and why the four pillars hold it above the earth is a little gruesome 
So you can go ahead and look that up on your own. I'm going to skip that because that doesn't really tie into these four pillars of life. But it does connect in the fact that life as we know it and we currently experience it occurs because the heavens and the earth are held in a beautiful balance. The four pillars that I am about to explain hold up the integrity of our human experience in very much the same way. When tended to and nurtured, they create a dependable and widely diverse container for our spirits to grow in. So let's take a step back. I mentioned that my father passed away. That was at the end of 2019, so a little over two years ago now. And this is when I had those questions starting to pop up. Who am I? What am I bringing and offering to this world? Who am I in relation to the people around me? Do I like that? Do I think that's healthy? Is that really who I am? I stepped back and I looked at multiple areas of my life and I realized I had been neglecting these areas for years. For years, before my father passed away, I was kind of on autopilot, which ultimately put me in a tailspin when this traumatic event and my sense of self unraveled when my father passed away. And once I decided it was time to slowly peel back these layers, these kind of dead pieces of myself that were no longer helping me grow or move forward in life, it became a sort of emotional and spiritual therapy that helped me tremendously with processing my grief and understanding my place in the world and my authentic truth that was being withheld. Now, this is where integration comes into play. I call this the four pillars of an integrated life. Integration, as defined by the dictionary, is the process by which a well-balanced psyche becomes whole as the developing ego organizes the ID. It seeks to create or restore by countering the fragmenting effect of defense mechanisms. So as my life was on autopilot, and I was not aware or taking the pulse of or creating a plan for growth in any of these areas of my life, I had unknowingly given my defense mechanisms free reign to run the show. And what happens when we do that, when we allow these defense mechanisms and subconscious beliefs to have complete control of our experience, they end up fragmenting our perception of reality because they don't want us to explore anything out of the comfort zone. Truly, it's not their fault. They're doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. They are trying to keep us safe. They have no familiarity with anything new when we are trying to grow and expand and experience outside of our current knowing. They're just doing their job. So this is why it's really detrimental to expansion to let these defense mechanisms and subconscious beliefs take control of your journey.
biggest indicators that this is the case is if in your life you feel reactive, sometimes in ways that shock you, toward people and situations that question or threaten to judge your dusty perceptions of yourself. That's when it's time to look within and assess where you truly are within each one of these pillars. Because you can frequently and ruthlessly refine your sense of self. It's truly evergreen. You can't look at it too often or too long. Each time that you take your pulse, you can see exactly how healthy you are in each one of these areas, but also create an outline for how you're going to grow in each one of these areas. There is always room for more growth, which is why this method of introspection is so important when you have questions of self-identity and self-expression. So let's jump in to these four pillars and really kind of dig deep into the questions you can ask yourself to gauge where you are currently and then map out a plan for where you want to be and how you're going to get there. Because the more in tune you are with the health of each pillar, the more they are able to grow, the more they are able to find balance and stability, and the more they are able to restore the psyche, which ultimately creates a blissful and expansive sense of self and your place in this experience. So the first pillar I call expression of self. This is really your ability to feel aligned with your truth and how you are expressing yourself in this lifetime. Often there are parts of you that you hide away due to fear of judgment or because you've been taught to stay in a certain box in life or play a certain character and that's just not how life goes that's not how life should be experienced you have so many different dimensions within you that need to be expressed they need to be expressed so that they can raise your vibration they can raise the vibration of people around you and inspire people around you to express themselves and ultimately raise the vibration of the planet can you imagine what the planet would be like if all people walking on earth were aligned and fully expressing themselves and expressing their truth? I guarantee we would not be in the situation we are in right now. There would not be an overabundance of fear and scarcity and denial. This is why introspection work is so important on a self level a community level, and a collective level. But here's some questions. If you'd like to pull out your journal, some questions for you to contemplate in this area of your life. First and foremost, am I expressing my authentic self fully? Or do I feel there are parts of myself that cannot be seen? How am I using my truth to create a beautiful life? Is my direct environment a reflection of my inner truth? 
Am I leaning into my true desires? Or am I compromising to please others or society? Now, I want to caveat this by saying there is a lot, a lot, a lot of healing work to be found in each one of these areas. Expression of self probably has quite a bit of wounding and subconscious belief that you'll find as you try to uncover these pieces of yourself that you have neglected. Don't rush. Healing has no timeline. Healing comes and goes and rehashes itself when you think the wound is fully sutured. (laughs) But that is the beauty of this experience in self-awareness and this growth that can come from such introspection. So as you answer these questions, give yourself some grace. Understand that you are exactly who you are in this moment in perfect timing and that all will unfold as it should. All will heal and come to the surface as it should. You might become aware of certain patterns or beliefs and identify the evidence in your upbringing that makes you feel that way. That is a lot to heal, and it will not happen overnight. So have grace and patience with yourself as you explore your expression and your sense of identity and whether that aligns with who you truly are at your core, in your soul, in your spirit, and how you can embody that moving forward. Okay? So pillar number one, that's expression of self. Pillar number two, relation to others. This comes back to those questions. Who am I and who am I in relation to my experience, right? So other humans around you, who are you to them? Who do you want to be to them? Are you showing up in that authentic form? Or maybe you've been on autopilot, not really paying attention to how you're showing up for other people. An interesting indication of this is if you are frustrated or flustered with how others are treating you. Because others treat you the same way that you treat them. You attract more of that type of relation. And you'll attract people into your life who will mirror that back to you. So if you feel aggravated by these situations with others around you, turn inward and take a real honest look at how you are showing up to these relations in your life. Am I being the best friend that I can be? Am I being the best daughter, the best partner that I can be? Am I giving what I hope to receive from these relationships? Am I truly listening to listen? Or am I listening to respond? Am I speaking their love language? This is an interesting one. Am I speaking their love language? Because that is a big indication of how you are showing up in relation 
Do you understand the language that you are speaking with others? Am I supporting their growth? When you're thinking about this area of your life, feel free to reach out to people who you deeply care about and ask them, how have I been showing up for you? How can I show up more in this relationship? What am I doing well here? What is maybe not so healthy about our relationship? These are all beautiful aspects of how we perceive our value to other humans in this experience. So pillar two, relation with others. Pillar one, expression of self. Now let's move forward. Healing of self is pillar number three. So healing of self, like I was talking about in pillar number one, there will be parts of you that are uncovered and hurt and are super painful and maybe don't want to be looked at. Maybe you want to shy away from these parts because you don't want to confront them yet. This pillar, pillar number three, is very important to your long-term wellness, to your understanding and nurturing of yourself, of where you come from, of how you were formed, and how you would like to take care of yourself to blossom into a bigger, brighter, more brilliant version of your soul. So some questions here. Am I accepting my life experience? Earlier when I was talking about kind of pointing the blame at everyone and every circumstance in my life because I just really did not want to look inward, that right there is a pinch point for most human beings. Often when life is frustrating and not going how we want and we get upset and reactive and um, just really negative about our outlook on life, it usually comes from not wanting to accept our life experience or not wanting to accept our responsibility for our life experience. And that is one of the most healing things you can do is accept that you are responsible for exactly how your life is in this moment. Because once you take responsibility for it, then you can take responsibility for creating and mapping out the path into the future. Another question you can ask in the arena of healing of self is, am I exploring my conditioning? Am I looking deep within to identify and effectively heal my wounds. And this can happen within your own internal practices, your own ritual or methods that you approach in your daily life, but it can also be very effective to reach out to practitioners, therapists, psychologists that can guide you through healing, especially those deep traumatic wounds that can really drive your life in a downward spiral. Another question, am I moving forward in life lovingly? This, again, has to do with taking responsibility for mapping out the next part of your journey, the next level of expansion. Healing takes time. I'm going to repeat this again. Healing has no expiration date. 
have grace and have patience with yourself as you move through these wounds and spend time with them. They are pieces of yourself. Typically, they are pieces of your inner child that need attention and need loving, tending to. Be that. Be that for your inner self. Take the time. Make it a priority to love yourself and nourish yourself. Because from the healing, we move into pillar number four, which is service to others. When we are able to spend time with ourselves and heal from wounding and conditioning and subconscious beliefs that are ultimately self-sabotaging, we learn so much about ourselves and expand our awareness of this experience as a human being. We are able then to give to others. We are able to serve others with this knowledge and with this intimacy of experience. Some questions to gauge where you're at with your level of service to others. Am I using my personality for the betterment of others? Again, ask yourself, am I showing up authentically? Because when you start climbing up that alignment of authenticity, you show up in a better state for others. You show up and you shine your light. And that beacon of light, whether you know it or not, is often such a relief and a permission slip for others around you to start healing themselves, to start shining their light, to start expressing their multidimensional self. The ripple effect is endless. Am I raising the vibration of my community? Am I raising the vibration of my household? Am I giving my time, my energy, and my abundance to making a positive difference for the collective on this planet? All right, do you see, are you starting to feel the way that these four pillars of life work in tandem and kind of cascade into one another? It is a beautiful spiral and I see it as a spiral of ascension. Every time you turn back and you gauge your health, your pulse, in each one of these areas of life, you give yourself another chance to heal in each area, to identify a growth map in each area, and to rise in frequency. Come back to this. Come back to these four pillars as frequently as you want to. And if you are just starting your healing journey and your um, expression of self and just starting to redefine your sense of self and your place in this world, take time. Take time, maybe a week or two weeks for each pillar and really ask yourself these deep questions and marinate on them. Contemplation is a beautiful art form and training necessity for uncovering these deep parts of ourself and understanding how they affect one another in different parts of your life. Beautifully evergreen. The more in tune you are with the health of each pillar, the more they grow holistically, the more they balance your life and restore the psyche, creating a blissful and expansive sense of self and experience on this planet. I hope this first episode of the podcast resonated with you. I hope that it inspires introspection 
and deep reflection into who you are and how you are showing up in this world, how you're showing up for yourself, but also how you are showing up for others. Thank you for showing up, not only for me, but for yourself. I truly hope this resonates. If it does, please feel free to share with your loved ones in the world. Let's continue that ripple effect of healing and integration and self-expression because we could definitely use more of that on this planet. Have a wonderful week, you beautiful souls. Until next time, goodbye.